The Florida Panthers pulled off an amazing comeback win and upset the Boston Bruins in seven games, winning game seven in overtime. Armando Velez of Locked On Florida Panthers joins us to talk about how the Panthers pulled off this historic upset and to look ahead to round two. Gil Martin here. The Locked On Road to the Stanley Cup continues as we welcome Armando Velez from Locked On Florida Panthers to take stock of Florida's big first round upset of the Boston Bruins and their chances to continue on to make a deep playoff run. Armando, an amazing comeback, a dramatic win on the road in game seven, down in the series three to one, down in the game. Talk to me. How did the Florida Panthers pull off this upset? They they pulled it off by just continuing to pin the Boston Bruins in their own zone, taking away the neutral zone. And you saw in that overtime, if you watched the game, I, I mean, the Panthers controlled the play in the offensive zone as well. And it's crazy. The Valley Sports Florida crew pointed this out. The The two top scoring teams in the third period happened to be in the same series, the Boston Bruins and the Florida Panthers. And during the regular season, the, the Florida Panthers had their the third period was their worst period of uh in in the in the regular season just uh, i believe it was on it was like minus 15 goal differential for for this for the season and this is with giving up 11 power play goals in the series 44 percent for the boston bruins on the power play but even like five on five scoring timely goaltending and no passengers for the florida panthers more importantly and really it started after after game five, getting getting the getting the overtime winner by Matthew Kachuk, he he guaranteed that the Florida Panthers would be back in that locker room, and just incredible. I, I'm I'm still running on a little bit of adrenaline from the game winning goal. This isn't even half hour after after the game winning um, goal by Carter Hagee. Listen, two years in a row that Carter Hagee is the one that scores the overtime winner for the for the Florida Panthers. He did it in Game Six against the Washington Capitals, on on the road too. More, mind you and fun fact eric stall he's six and zero in game sevens in his career wow so so now the, that little stall magic that he has on 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 the florida panthers and third game seven in cats history my very first panthers game that i watched 2012 game seven at home against the new, new jersey devils they, they won the division and adam henrique scores the game winning goal at bank atlantic center at the, at the time and this was full circle full circle moment for for my for yours truly here and now after 26 years of not winning a playoff series the florida panthers do it two years in a row where they advance the second round very impressive who would you say was the series mvp for florida <laughs> i gotta say uh i gotta say it's brandon montour uh for for the panthers just coming up clutch uh in this series as well Matthew Kachuk is, is is another one for 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 the Panthers as well and even even I I wouldn't say Sergey Bobrovsky is uh is an MVP conversation for this series uh because uh because he didn't come in until uh game 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 five green four excuse me but you you gotta you gotta give credit to Montour and Kachuk on on the night on on, on in the series and this was this was a, a series also with their captain Alexander Barkov not making an impact in the series, um, mostly at least at the offensive end, and 
they they and once again they did it with with questionable pe penalty killing as well so they still overcame it what was there a potential weakness exposed in this series that the Panthers will need to address in the next round. I'm assuming the penalty kill is a leading candidate for that. Yeah. Uh, it's crazy because I wasn't really looking ahead to the next round. Uh, literally until they, they won the game. It, it's funny because Leaf fans were chanting after their game six wins saying we want Florida. And I was thinking, okay, I'm, I'm focused on the Boston Bruins, but the Toronto Maple Leafs, at, at least last time I checked, they their power play was was second in the in the NHL in the entire league, and that's that's the thing for for the Panthers and that that what was exposed in in the, in the series for them it's just untimely penalties. Even though there's one penalty that was very questionable that 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 was towards the end of the second period going into the third, where Brandon Montour got a penalty against David Pasternak, and then Sam Bennett was. Uh, was hit by by I believe it was Orloff, clean hit. But if you're going to call that on Montour, should have been called on on Orloff as well there. But too too often they've they've gone to the box. But listen, go. The Florida Panthers are now playing with house money here. Just to recap, any of the the circumstances for the Panthers coming into this season for those who don't follow the team. Prior to the 2021 season, they bought out Keith Yandel. This was supposed to be the last year of his contract, so the majority of that dead cap buyout money was is on the books for the Panthers. They couldn't re-sign Claude Drew. They couldn't re-sign Mason Marchment. They couldn't re-sign Ben Sherratt. They had to go these little one-year deals to keep afloat. They made that trade for for Matthew Kachuk that had that had the Panthers at a crunch. They started the year with 20 skaters because of the cap. And of course, LTIR helped them with Patrick Hornquist's injury, helping them activate Anthony Duclair to the lineup. So the Panthers were playing with this crunch all season long. And they they and with a new head coach too, Paul Maurice, they brought him in. They brought him in for that playoff style hockey. And at most in the beginning of January, they were nine points out of the final wild card spot and they they never gave up and they game 41 which was january 8th against the dallas stars they were 18 19 and 4 and second half surging whole injury to sam bennett as well to, that the panthers went on a four game losing streak and then they go six one and one towards the end and i was at game 82 for the panthers against the Carolina Hurricanes. A lot of people were saying, oh, they should have. And, and you know this because, of course, you follow the Islanders, um, Gil. A lot of Panther fans were saying, oh, man, they're going to regret not, not winning game 82 for their chance to play the New Jersey Devils instead. But it didn't matter. They, they, uh, they, and the boost that the Panthers had after game two when Sam Bennett came back, man, that, that did so many wonders for the Panthers. And let's, let's, also, let's also talk about one thing that, the the I, I feel like that the Florida Panthers outcoached uh the, the Bruins here too. So many different juggles of, of panic and look at the Boston Bruins also going with Jeremy Swayman in, in game seven. Even prior to that, I was saying, no way, no way you should put your Vesna trophy goalie uh, on the bench when he's proven to you all year. And the Panthers have beat Swayman twice in the regular season, too. It, both at home. But I it it, it was also a matter of Palmer's out coaching Jim Montgomery in this series too. 
All right. Well, Armando, I'm assuming that this win means that this playoff year has been a success for the Florida Panthers. All right. Well, yes, hopefully they yes. move ahead now to the Toronto Maple Leafs. Should be a very exciting series. Armando, thank you so much. That does it for our Florida Panthers round one recap here on the road to the Stanley Cup. Be sure to subscribe to uh, Locked On Florida Panthers for free on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.